Morning prayer on February the 9th. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins, and heals all your infirmities, who redeems your life from the pit, and crowns you with faithful love and compassion, who satisfies you with good things, so that your youth is renewed like an eagle's. The Lord executes righteousness and judgment for all who are oppressed. He made his ways known to Moses and his works to the children of Israel. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom has dominion over all. Bless the Lord, you angels of his, you mighty ones who do his bidding and hearken to the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you his hosts, you ministers of his who do his will. Bless the Lord, all you works of his, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. The night has passed. And the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you now and forever. Amen. Psalm 36. The refrain is, with you, O God, is the well of life. With you, O God, is the well of life. Sin whispers to the wicked in the depths of their heart. There is no fear of God before their eyes. They flatter themselves in their own eyes that their abominable sin will not be found out. The words of their mouth are unrighteous and full of deceit. They have ceased to act wisely and to do good. They think out mischief upon their beds and have set themselves in no good way, nor do they abhor that which is evil. With you, O God, is the well of life. Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens and your faithfulness to the clouds. Your righteousness stands like the strong mountains, your justice like the great deep. You, Lord, shall save both man and beast. How precious is your loving mercy, O God. All mortal flesh shall take refuge under the shadow of your wings. They shall be satisfied with the abundance of your house. They shall drink, drink from the river of your delights. For with you is the well of life, and in your light shall we see light. With you, O God, is the well of life. O continue your loving kindness to those who know you, and your righteousness to those who are true of heart. Let not the foot of pride come against me nor the hand of the ungodly thrust me away. There are they fallen, all who work wickedness. They are cast down and shall not be able to stand. With you, O God, is the well of life. O God, the well of life, make us bright with wisdom, that we may be lightened with the knowledge of your glory in the face of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. A poem in response to Psalm 36 by Malcolm Geit from David's Crown. 
As pilgrim souls on whom your light has shone, let us leave judgment to your tender mercy and turn instead to you, keep pressing on towards the steadfast heights, the mountain country of your holy presence. Let us drink from your swift river our true ecstasy. Refresh us, Christ, and bring us to the brink of that deep well where life itself is light and goodness more than we can dream or think flows from your plenteousness, from your delight in all your works, and where your loving kindness shines through our day and comforts us at night like soft wings, safely overarching us, that we might put our utter trust in you and fret no more for passing wickedness. A reading from the Gospel of St John. Chapter 19, beginning at verse 17. And carrying the cross by himself, he went out to what is called the place of the skull, which in Hebrew is called Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on either side, with Jesus between them. Pilate also had an inscription written and put on the cross. It read... Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription because the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city and it was written in Hebrew, in Latin and in Greek. Then the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the King of the Jews, but this man said, I am the King of Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his clothes and divided them into four parts, one for each soldier. They also took his tunic. Now the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from the top. So they said to one another, Let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to see who will get it. This was to fulfil what the scripture says. They divided my clothes among themselves, and for my clothing they cast lots. And that is what the soldiers did. Meanwhile, standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his own home. After this, When Jesus knew that all was now finished, he said, in order to fulfil the scripture, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there, so they put a sponge full of the wine on a branch of hyssop and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the wine, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. A reflection on that passage from St John's Gospel by Mark Oakley, taken from Reflections for Daily Prayer. It is finished. At the beginning of John's Gospel, John the Baptist says that he saw the Spirit of God descend on Jesus. The whole of Jesus' life and ministry is infused and guided by his Spirit. And now, as he bows his head in this public execution... He gives his own spirit back to God, his work complete. 
One of the great ironies in this narrative is that at the very moment when God seems most silent, distant or even absent, in reality God was never closer to this world than when Christ hung helpless on pieces of wood, surrounded by those who had always loved and believed in him. We're not told much about what is happening. A bit of imperially painted wood is the only sign to hand. It becomes important to Christian spirituality to understand that God's silence is God's last defence against our idolatry. Whereas we work quickly to apply our concepts to describe God and size him up, God's silence resists it all. We are left looking at a man who loved the poor and wanted God's justice for them. A man who saw human hypocrisy and the inhumane inventions of religion. A man crushed and murdered to get him out of our way. Pulitzer Prize-winning novelist Marilyn Robinson has commented that nothing true can be said about God from a posture of defence. Here at Golgotha is God undefended, speaking his beautiful truth in the body language of Christ. Let us respond. Open my eyes, O Lord, that I may see the wonders of your law. Open my eyes, O Lord, that I may see the wonders of your law. Lead me in the path of your commandments, that I may see the wonders of your law. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Open my eyes, O Lord, that I may see the wonders of your law. Benedictus begins and ends with the refrain, In your tender compassion, O God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. In your tender compassion, O God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets God promised of old, to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors, and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. In your tender compassion, O God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. In our prayers, let us remember those words of Marilyn Robinson, that nothing true about God can ever be said, said from a defensive position. And let us remember compassion of Christ 
the tender compassion of our God, the dawn for on high shall break upon us. In the compassion of Christ, in his ministry and in his death, dawn, light, breaks upon us. So we thank God for this truth, for this picture we contemplate of our Saviour's death, finishing his work. We pray for ourselves that God may deliver us from defensiveness about our faith. And increase in us the spirit of true compassion, which can shed light. That we in our own small way may be a light to others. We pray for all those whose special calling it is to evangelise. God may teach them ways of evading defensiveness and standing in a place of true compassion which may become visible and make God visible to others. We pray for those who are in places of persecution and stress and severe questioning whom defensiveness might be the natural recourse. We thank God because so often those who are under persecution are those who exhibit great compassion. We pray for the Spirit of God to continue and increase infusing the lives of Christians in all circumstances. We thank God for all the places where we see compassion, whether in fellow Christians or in others. We pray that we may have eyes to see it and hearts to receive it and lives to reflect it. pray for nations that true compassion may increasingly become a part of them. We thank God for the times when lack of compassion in policy is overturned and made good. We thank God that the new American administration is working to reunite migrant families who've been split up. We pray in Britain for the overcoming of every vestige of the hostile environment 
as we hear concerns about illegal immigrants that they might not come forward for vaccines. We pray that the reality of our current situation may break down this hostile environment. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Pray for those who are particularly in our own hearts and minds, those who are suffering, those who are in pain, those who are in mental pain, emotional pain, spiritual pain. We remember those who are nearing the end of this life. the Lord may bring them to the greater healing of heaven. We pray for all doctors working under the difficult conditions of the pandemic. All those GPs who are not seeing their patients but just speaking to them on the phone. somehow they may still be able to contribute their compassion to the healing and support of their patients. We pray for all consultants and hospital doctors who are having to tell patients they can't have treatments, operations that they would normally have because of the pandemic. Pray that their compassion may still somehow help their patients, even when they're breaking very bad news. We continue to pray for the overcoming of this pandemic, for all the research carrying on on vaccines. We pray that current anxieties about vaccines and their effect may not undermine people's will and gratitude to be vaccinated and that we may be able to win the race against the vaccine or against the virus. We thank God for everyone who's working so hard to make this so. So we pray in the words of a prayer supplied by USPG. Lord, we bring before you all whose lives have been affected by COVID-19. Give restoration to those who have lost livelihoods. Comfort to those who grieve. And grant eternal rest to those who have died. collect for today. Almighty God, give us reverence for all creation and respect for every person, that we may mirror your likeness in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Let us pray with confidence, as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil, and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs>